This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Kind of have a recurring theme in my nightmares, and Gator, mm. this one's sports and work related. So I want oh. you to want you to analyze it. Uh, we'll get to that a little bit later on. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Let's get back to your open line calls. DJ is in Detroit and on ninety seven one. Hi, DJ. What up, Del fellas? Hey, hey, hey DJ. Good. Yeah, great. Hey, hey. So, so I'm I'm a huge uh, Brad Holmes guy. I've been calling you off about three years, screaming his prayer. That's my guy. So I trust everything he do. Number one, at the bottom of the draft, man, the 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 just uh, the past three year history of him drafting, we either get a Pro Bowler or All Pro out of every last draft. And I know that's a hard thing to ask for, but it's what it is. That's what he's finding us. So I kind of don't care who he drafts, corner, lineman. He's going to get us some studs. But here's what I want to say, because this keeps getting thrown out there like it's the old Lions regime where we're drafting guys for need or just football players. Bradley Holmes is saying that, but the part that he's not telling, which he shouldn't, but I'll be digging a little deeper. Do you realize that St. Brown, even though he has average speed, his RAS score still was like top three for strength and bench press and like explosiveness. Um, obviously, Jameson Williams' RAS score off the chain. Jameer Gibbs, Paneer Sue, Aiden Hutchinson, the third-round picks, Aleem McNeil, all these guys' RAS scores and physical traits, it may not be the one that everybody pays attention to, but he knows that these guys are guys whose RAS scores are actually off the charts as well. Jack Campbell as being a good football player. Jack Campbell is the same thing. Here we go. Yep. Well, you, I mean, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, no, it's a not, it's a consistent thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I be I be hearing this. You know, a lot of times, man, when you hear the oh, he's just a football player. That means the guy who you know he tries real hard, great character, but he doesn't have a lot of talent. No, 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 no. That ain't what he's doing. No, he gra- he drafting his type of guy. But he also get. I'm talking about even. Uh, what's what's the one guy name? James Houston had the fastest uh, agility shuttle at the combine. How did that pan out for us this rookie year? He's getting guys with high RAS scores too, guys. I just wanted to add that and throw that at you. It's a valid point. It, it's going to be fascinating to see how this thing shakes out. If I had to bet right now, an early call. It's they're not drafting at 29. Because I think he will either see the sense of urgency, feel the sense of urgency to get his guy and move up and get him, mm-hmm. or more probable, Brad Holmes will see a field of players where he'd rather get two of these guys than one of them. You know, get an extra draft pick somewhere because he's really good at finding people outside the first round that can play. So let me move back a few spots, get into the second round, add another pick somewhere. 
that can be used on a player ammunition to move up because I see that I can help my football team with more of these more of these lottery tickets than because I do I do a better job. I do a better job. And look, man, the whole not making a move at the trade deadline because he didn't want to give up one of these picks that he loves so much. <laughs> you know? What are we, like nine weeks away from the draft? Yeah, something I'm so like that. So excited about yep. this. And, and a week away from the, the first, combine. This is the first time we really had, you and I have had a chance to really kind of talk about it on the air. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting excited again. Um, I agree with you. I don't think they're picking at 29, but I don't know if they're moving up or moving back. I think they're moving. And I'm excited to see which direction they go. I think you always want to hear hear that they're moving up because it's a guy that they they really like and they're going to zero in on. We're going to go get him. As opposed to if you move back, it's almost a feel like, uh, you know what, all the guys they really liked are gone. So they're just going to drop back and then now you got more, you know, more of a project, I guess, or but it could just be circumstantial too. I mean, it, it depends a lot on on quarterbacks. You know, there's a lot of smoke around JJ McCarthy now that he could be a top ten quarterback drafted. Um, but if he's not, you know, how far does he start to slip? Or or Michael Penix or Bo Nix. These are, you know, you got the big three up front, and then you've got the next three. Are all six going to be first round quarterbacks? No, not likely. But all six have a shot to be a stud. Mm-hmm. Is is someone going to want to move back up into the first round to get them because you're going to want that extra year to develop the quarterback on that rookie contract? Yeah, and remember in the past he traded up for Jamison Williams. He traded back for Jameer Gibbs. Like he he'll go either direction. Um, but it, it's going to be a fascinating watch. And here's here's something that <laughs> I, I I suspect there's going to be external pressure from the crowd. But that shouldn't impact the fact that the draft is here shouldn't impact their approach at all. Ryan and Ipsy writes in, if the Bears are still unsure if Justin Fields is the guy after three years, then he's probably not the guy. They should trade him. Well, like I said earlier, uh, Ryan, they should know better than most. Personally, as an outsider watching, I think the problem is, is is a weak team around him that has gotten better. And... I would think it was worth going down that road and using the resources to help continue to shore up the roster around Justin Fields, personally. But they should know better than us. Next text. Would Jeff Akuta be an option for depth at cornerback? He would be cheap. If we hit a home run, it would be a great story. It's from an unnamed texter. Um, how do I put this? No. Because here's the deal. I don't, I'm not interested in depth and corner. You know who depth and corner is? Depth and corner are the guys that were starting this year. Kendall Vildor or Jerry Jacobs. Go get CB1, Cam Sutton, moves down a, 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 a rung on the food chain, and those other guys become your depth at corner. Yeah, he's done nothing in the NFL to make you think that, oh, now it's a reclamation project. Carl writes in, the problem with Fields is he'll he'll be. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.
problem with Fields is he'll be due a large contract in two years. Is he really worth $250 million or you start over with a rookie quarterback? I say rookie. Well, here's why I don't. If you're wrong about Justin Fields and you're building around Justin Fields and you keep Justin Fields and Justin Fields next year does nothing to take him forward, you might not have the number one pick, but you're probably going to have another high pick. And then you can you can wade back into the quarterback pool then. But if you love, I mean, you all caps love Caleb Williams, and I've, I'm convinced that every player that I love, that I'm 100% sure of, has a 60% chance of making it. And that's that's kind of my theory because it's it really is a crapshoot. Nobody knows. Everybody thinks they know, but nobody knows, including the teams. Teams would never make mistakes if they knew. Look, I've been so bad at, at, at identifying quarterbacks, which one's the, the good one to take. I've had my share of struggles. I mean, I, I my gut is telling me that I would rather have Jaden uh, Daniels than Caleb Williams, and I could be completely wrong on that because I have been wrong in the past. It's I don't know if it's my Achilles heel when it comes to the draft. I just can't I can't see it. Well, we admittedly are better at some positions than others. Yeah, quarterback is not my position. Linebacker, linebacker we kill. <laughs> do all right with linebacker. You're trying to predict the future, and it's really hard, guys. So it's not like just you guys who have less information than Brad Holmes and organizations have scouts and film and break this down for a living 23 hours a day. Yeah. When, when Patrick Mahomes was drafted, and he was drafted by John Dorsey, by the way, okay, who's on the Lions staff now, people said he was nuts for passing up Deshaun Watson. And, you know, and why would you trade up and take this guy who's got terrible footwork? There was all these signs that he wasn't going to be a good quarterback. And he believed. He said, listen, this guy's going to be a good quarterback. And you're, you're right. Sometimes you're wrong sometimes. He was right on Patrick Mahomes. So the Caleb Williams thing, if you can't see it, I get it, Gator. Because he's not perfect, but he's got these attributes that everyone says you can't teach. And if he gets his footwork down or a decision or the drive, whatever it is, he could be really special. Yeah, and we don't know. But this this is what guys are, are pointing out. Yeah, it's not that I don't think he's – I think he's a really good quarterback. He's an outstanding prospect. There's something that tells me, though, that Jaden Daniels is a is better. And I could be completely wrong in that. And maybe it's because it's that the dual threat thing. But, you know, he's not a running – he's a quarterback that can absolutely run. Daniels is. But he also threw for like 3,900 yards, a million touchdowns, had this high-ass completion percentage. He's just been a high-end guy, and it's 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 something that's strike. And he's got great size. I mean, he's he's like this the next he's the prototypical NFL quarterback. What they're looking for, the guy who can make plays with his feet, great size, and a cannon for an arm. But Caleb Williams is really good. We saw Caleb Williams as a true freshman step in at Oklahoma, and like within. Within four four game span, people were saying this guy should be that maybe he deserves the Heisman consideration. It was halfway through the season before he got his first start. He was amazing when he hit the ground running there. And then USC the last couple of years has it been a little bit disappointing there with the way they finished up. Yeah, but he's still really good, and you can't ignore that there's talent there. And the evaluations that take place next week, they're they're huge. Sure, are. I feel like he's. The interviews are pretty important for him. Yeah. So, um, and it does impact us, like we said, with the Bears holding the pick that they hold. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.